All views expressed on this program are opinion. They do not represent Satori Mortgage, NMLS, 4190, or any affiliate. Please consult with a licensed loan officer before making any home financial decisions. Welcome to the Mortgage Sack Show. I'm your host, Steve Conklin. I'm sitting right next to Jake Duraf from Satori Mortgage. How are you doing, Jake? Good. How are you doing, Steve? Good. Good. Countdown to the holiday season is on. Lots of uh, shopping. My wife's been on Amazon constantly for all those gifts. Got everything done? Yeah, we're getting there. I have a brother's wedding, so there's no gifts in the family this year, which is really nice. Oh, that's... That would be, definitely. <laughs> yeah, really simple. All right. Well, as always, we got some uh, mortgage buzz. Well, what do we got? Our first article here is from Black Knight, and it is the decline of equity in the third quarter. Yeah, that's, uh, you know, obviously that's a trend overall. So it's, you know, it's a sample size of everything. So it doesn't technically mean somebody's house. It means overall. I think that's the first First wave of uh, stuff we're starting to see of where, you know, either either equity and home values are, are starting to stabilize, meaning that they're not going up so fast, so they'll go up a little bit, down a little bit, or, you know, they could start to reverse a little bit where they might go down a tad. Um, but, yeah, that's, that's interesting. That's uh, I, I think that's the biggest thing with it is it, it was just gaining at such a rapid pace that soon as there wasn't so many accelerants to it that it came back a little bit because 2018 as a whole uh read an article that it was equity went up around nine nine 9.4%. Yeah, and that was the second one I had where it says, you know, as as the whole uh 2018 was the big year yep. where, you know, technically you know, for the first two quarters it it went up, cra- you know, a large amount Mm-hmm. That nine point four percent. Yeah, and it says that that's uh, as an aggregate across the nation seven hundred seventy five point two billion dollars of gained equity. And now it's starting to come back. And you know, as always, you know, real estate. It's like we say, it's it's something that's local, and mm-hmm. you know, that doesn't local mean, and cyclical. Yeah, doesn't mean technically somebody's house, but you know, uh, the overall, it kind of gives us trends to where we can forecast off of. And I mean, if anything I'm taking in, I'm going to, I'm going to start to say, I, I really think 2019 is going to finally start to be a decent year again for, for the buy side. Mm-hmm. Um, I think you're maybe going to have a little bit more options, but it, you know, depending on where mortgage rates go, yep. you know, you've lost a little bit of the rates. Yeah. Um, over the last year, rates have, uh, Gained a lot, but over the last month, we've actually gotten better on rates. Yeah, rates are rates are definitely in the mid fours, high fours again. So that that's good. But you know, that's I you know they're they're definitely not in the the low fours. But I mean, I, rates are still good, great. You know, and I honestly I think if if we have a a year of, of slow home growth or just you know I three percent I think is is deemed normal. I think six percent is deemed really good. So nine percent is crazy. Um, so I think if if we go in between that three to six percent, I, I really, I feel, I feel that's probably a normal market. Yeah, I think uh, stabilization of mortgage rates as well as equity would probably be a good thing. Uh, just talking to a lot of uh, home buyers and stuff that were buying during most of this year, it did not sound like a very pleasant experience with uh, getting you know you put put in an offer on a home and you find out you're the you know you had the fifth best offer of 
eight offers. Yeah, you know? and, and that, you're going over, and, and that's list. that's psychological, you know, and that that's where I also too that's where a good buyer's agent says, mm-hmm. "Let's go get another one," mm-hmm. because you know, I, as somebody that's been in real estate for so long, I I realize that every day you wake up, there's something gone and something added, meaning that there's a house that's sold that you might want, but you know, you never know. You know, it could be horrible circumstances. It could be good circumstances, but you never know when your neighbor's house is going to go up for sale. Like you just don't. You know, it's a lot of people. A lot of people this summer, you know, did it for more financial reasons, where either they were stuck in it from you know the housing crash, or they just realized. You know, I've seen some people make a hundred thousand dollars of equity in in five years, mm-hmm. um, which that's a no brainer. You know, like I, I understand where they were going from, but you know, also too, if 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 you're discouraged, you know, just keep finding more. Just wait. You know that. That's why we always say make a plan. Yep. You know, don't. You know, it's one of it's one of your biggest decisions you ever make. I had somebody the other day that's like, I don't understand all these fees, and I'm like, well, it's a two hundred fifty thousand dollar transaction. Mm-hmm. You know, when you go to buy your car, I don't understand all the fees. He's like, yeah, that's right. When you go rent a car, there's fifteen fees. You know, like, yeah. I mean, it's it's a huge thing. So if if you're you know if you're trying to just rush in, then you know I would say that's probably a very bad mistake. But again. Everybody's different. Some people, you know, some people walk to one house, they love it, and that's that's the house they live in for the rest of their lives. So other people, you know, not so much. Yep. All right, what do we got next? Our next article here is White House nominates Cal- Calabria as new FHFA chief. All right. So, basically, this means that Fannie Mae is getting a new boss. Um... Seeing that uh, Bloomberg is saying that the nominee could be a little bit controversial because he's been an advocate uh, to reduce the government's role in the housing market. Mm-hmm. So there's a little bit of controversy so on that side. The real, the real easy Fannie Mae 101, Fannie Mae for Dummies, is, is that Fannie Mae is a government-sponsored entity, meaning that they, they basically take government money um, and on basis that they provide a rule book for mortgages. Um, and they also provide a safety net for private investors. So if people go in there and they buy loans and the loans don't perform, Fannie Mae actually, you know, helps offset that. Um, obviously through the housing crash, you know, we went in and we gave Fannie Mae tons and tons of money, Freddie Mac, every, every housing agency basically out there. And in return, you know, what, what's been happening lately is they're starting to, to produce good returns on, on, on their on their investments on the money um everything's everything's up and up and now what they really want um to do this person is they want to take them basically private so meaning that you know they they really don't have the government backstep mm-hmm. which is good and bad the good is is that obviously the government doesn't have to put any more money into it which is great but you know the bad means that there's no stabilization anymore right so if you know basically if you know, a 690 credit score foreclosure because some, I, you know, what if they they can they can kind of make up their own rules, um, and you know they can they can they can really make if it's all private investors, uh, it, it really would be dependent. Right now, there would be tons of products which we're seeing alt products, mm-hmm. you know. But when the housing goes down or there's certain issues in housing, um, you know that like they can really make their own guidelines, and I think that's that's the scary part. 
Well, isn't a lot of the new products that are coming online, like there's some that are in agency, but a lot of them are outside of agency. So that would be outside of. Correct. And, and they're private, you know, but mm. they're, they're still sold at bonds and they're still sold as investment tools. Yep. And, you know, obviously there's still money going into them. So, I mean, yeah, a hundred percent. And that, that's, you know, so there is a market already there for them, you yep. know, to turn the whole conventional housing history over, um, is, you know, it's, I, I, I don't know. I mean, well, wouldn't I, I that open like in agency? You know, if it went private, more programs within agency, changing of guidelines. Yeah, that type it, of stuff. it does until it doesn't. Yep. You know, that's that's the public money, right? That's the banks. They'll lend you money until they can't anymore, or they don't want to. Mm-hmm. You know, the whole problem, the whole reason we had to bail them out and do everything is because nobody wanted to lend money to anybody, and we couldn't get mortgages done. And if we got mortgages done, I mean, it was it was really really hard. You know, and now that would be like that times. 30. Mm-hmm. But really what would happen is they would have to probably reverse everything that they just did and put them back into government entities and, you know, the, and obviously fund them, mm-hmm. which I, it's just, it's one of those, um, I guess there's probably a lot more details in there that, you know, we probably don't know, yeah. um, that I probably don't know, but you know, that's, that's the real gist of it is that, you know, this person's looking to pretty much privatize it. All right. Uh, our next article here is uh, better access to conforming loans being more first time first timers in the market. And so this kind of correlates to what we're talking about with privatization. You know, Fannie and Freddie, obviously they're a government entity, and you know one of the one of the things when you have any type of government sponsored program is they kind of you know look out for you know the lower class, middle class, um, or you know even the first time home buyers. Mm-hmm. Um, Fannie and Freddie have done a wonderful job this year with doing the three percent down. Um, home ready, home one, uh, home possible programs, and they're they're the best. I I think they're the best first time home buyer programs on the market. Um, you know, and, and that's and that's basically, you know, this this article is basically saying that since they've they've come up with more programs outside of your twenty percent or ten percent down um, programs that you know more first timers are are going into conventional loans rather than FHA. Yep. And I think that's a, a good and FHA trend. is a good option, but it is more expensive. You know, you have mortgage insurance for life, and you have an upfront funding fee. So, it, I mean, it, they've really done a good job at at catering it to the first time homeowners. You know, and if that goes away, that's that's where it's like that could be a slippery slope of, you know, something that's not good for the industry. Mm-hmm. Great. All right. Well, I hear the music again. We're Stephen Jake. We're from Satori Mortgage. We'll see you after the break. Thank you. This is Chad, owner of AM950. I've been telling you about my friends at Snap Construction who are arguably the most well-reviewed exterior construction company in the metro. Don't just take my word for it. Take a look at all their reviews online. Winter is the most cost-effective time of the year to complete your construction project. A majority of Minnesotans choose to have their work completed on their home in the summer when they should be enjoying the weather. As a result, the demand for labor in the summer is much higher. The most cost-effective way to improve or restore your home is in the winter due to the lower demand. Right now, Snap Construction is offering an additional 30% off of labor to the AM950 listeners on your next construction project between now and the end of February. Call 612-333-SNAP and mention AM950 for an additional 30% off. As always, Snap Construction stands by their work with a lifetime craftsmanship warranty. Don't wait to get a free estimate by calling 612-333-SNAP or find them online at snapconstruction.com. Financing options available. 
Native Earth Radio is proud to announce we're adding an extra hour. One hour's too fast. That's right, Uncle Curtis. Great. More time for me to share important information about our sacred animals. And report national Native news with reporters all around the country. Saturdays from 1 to 3 p.m. We are awake. Find us on iTunes, SoundCloud, and streaming live on Facebook. Share a special experience with your loved ones this holiday season at Nightingale, an intimate eatery and cocktail lounge. Receive a $20 gift certificate for every $100 gift certificate purchased through the end of December. Enjoy their mulled wine, perfect for special occasions and holiday gatherings. A fun, cozy atmosphere and delicious, inventive dishes make for a memorable and warm get-together. Nightingale is located at 26th and Lindale in Minneapolis. More at NightingaleMPLS.com. What kind of a jackass would let an animal pick their insurance? Did you really think a lizard could save you money on car insurance? Would you let a duck pick your health policy? Insurance can be a zoo, but this is ridiculous. What you really need is an insurance agent that isn't looking out for the insurance companies. You need Cheryl at Array, an independent agent with 30 years experience looking for the best rate possible. Quit monkeying around and call 763-504-3067. That's 763-504-3067 for Cheryl at Array, representing you, not the insurance company. Companies. I'm Richard R.J. Escal, and this week on the Zero Hour, we'll be discussing political corruption, Wall Street shenanigans, our corporate overlords, digital dystopia, and maybe throw in a surprise or two as well. All this and more on the Zero Hour every Sunday night from 9 until midnight on AM 950, the progressive voice of Minnesota. The Mortgage Tax Show. I'm your host, Steve Conklin, sitting here with Jake Duraff from Satori Mortgage. Jake, how was your break today? It was a brief break. Brief. Back to brief, huh? Yes. Back to brief. Was it briefly nice or was it briefly not nice? It was briefly pleasant. Ah, nice. Yes. That's nice. All right. Well, this is something I've wanted to do for a long, long time. Um, Jake just didn't know until about mm, 15 minutes before we went on <laughs> air. So we usually do our questions for the second segment, right? Yes. Um, and I, you know... Jake always answers a question, and I, I try to always have an answer. Well, we're going to switch it around a little bit, and I'm going to ask Jake some questions, and Jake's going to answer some questions. Yes. Um, and so for those who are listening, Jake is our you know marketing director at Satori Mortgage. She's had, I don't know, what, one year? No, like eight years or so experience <laughs> of, of doing marketing for mortgages. He does our, our websites. He basically puts our our name out there. So this is more catered, not necessarily towards, you know, home buyers, but this is more catered towards agents, loan officers, and anybody really that's, you know, has a small business or, you know, is interested in, you know, maybe have a blog, maybe have anything. So, you know, Jake's got a wealth of knowledge and, you know, I think it's about time you share some of that knowledge. I'm happy to share. Let's have right. some questions. Question one, and this comes from Steve at Satori. <laughs> um, are, that, are they all going to be that? <laughs> <laughs> what is the first thing I should do to market myself? Uh, one of the first things I think you should do is uh, start working on your personal brand. I think that's really important, especially for agents. Uh, when you're working in your sphere initially, uh, they want to work with you. 
That's the important thing. And then this will help you build as time goes on as well, is you're building your own personal brand. Whatever you want to get, you know, get a domain of something that you want. You can forward it to your, you know, broker page or whatever, but just start doing that. Start getting that on your business cards as much as you can. Absolutely. So, you know, like if I wanted to be uh, Steve, the, the, you know, the Cocker Spaniel agent, right? You're saying basically, you know, start, start by, you know, start by making that yours, you know, baby steps, laying the foundations, getting, you know, getting my my Facebook page, business cards, making sure everything aligns. Yep. So as an agent, you know, you're in the real estate market. Mm -hmm. One of the things is with marketing is that you want to, uh, get that digital real estate of what you want to do. You want to get that domain name. You want to get uh, your Facebook page, all those type of things. Get those all locked up. Even if you're not going to use them initially, just get it locked up and get, you know, get a strategy for how you want to do your personal brand. And that, that'll play into making things a lot more enjoyable. Your agent that does this, you know, you have some personality to it rather than you're one of 10,000 at, at some have big Have some shop. fun with it? Yes. All right. All right. Next question here. Would you rather spend money on leads or spend money building relationships? I think it's definitely on relationships mm-hmm. and uh, creating systems uh, to make your business work of- efficiently. I think uh, when you're starting off, you know, buying some leads is not a, not a bad way to kind of um, supplement your, your industry and what you're trying to build. But I don't think um, going and being just, I'm going to put all my budget to buying leads. Those are, that's very transactional. You want to be relationship-based. Mm-hmm. And, and those relationships will continue to grow more, more and more fruit over time. And that kind of what, what brings into your personal brand, what you're saying, establish a personal brand first, mm-hmm. you know, and then you can start establishing relationships and then you sprinkle in some leads and, yep. you know, hopefully it's sustainable. Yeah. And then that's the thing too, is when you start doing that personal brand stuff, you maybe you can become a little more memorable as well, rather than one of the thousands that are selling the same thing. You got something a little bit different. Mm-hmm. So I... I get this a lot. Mm-hmm. What is Google AdWords, and what do they do? All right, so Google is the big player in search uh, engines. So Google AdWords is basically the way to um, pay money. So when somebody searches something using you know keywords and stuff, that your website, as well as the copy that you write for that uh, that advertisement, shows up higher and shows up when somebody searches something. So if you want Minneapolis real estate agents. You pay money to get um, put up in the results there. But if you're not paying, you know, you're further down the page. But then that's where you can um, have a good search engine optimization strategy, and then you will start getting brought up in the, what's called the organic listings. And which so that, is not that's paid. like when I uh, search, um, you know, something and, and I have stars, right? Mm-hmm. There's stars that come up. That's, that's people that are actually paying to be up there. So it says a uh, little it'll appear next to it and that'll be in the top three results generally is the ones that um that are they're paying money and do you uh i mean do you recommend that for agents or or anybody in general or yes but the thing with it is it gets really expensive really fast um so you want to find good resources of how to do it Mm -hmm. um lots of stuff you can find in in books obviously um taking a course or two on uh, udemy is something i highly recommend um you pay 10 bucks and you get some of the best teachers in the world teaching you how to do stuff what's that called udemy Hmm. never heard of it yeah udemy.com u-d-e-m-y.com and it's and that goes for everything and that's another good resource for just any agent marketing as well there's a lot of stuff on there that's just real estate and and for building any business all right 
Uh, let's see, this is again from Steve from Centauri. Uh, <laughs> what is the number one thing I should do to get my business started? I think the big thing is get out. Just get out there. Start making your strategic relationships. You know, you you want to build your business with other people that you trust and work well with. And finding people that you work well with will really accelerate everything for you. And then I think the other part with it, too, is finding your gurus. And, you know, when I was talking about, like, Udemy, you mm -hmm. know, finding these resources where you can find someone that can teach you how to do the different elements of your business. So in general, it's, you know, from what I'm gathering, it's, you know, first thing you should do to market yourself is kind of just get a brand built, you know, get your whatever you want to do, you know, throw some ideas, maybe have some, you know, friends, family or whatever, critique them and then kind of build up, make sure you have a, your Facebook page, your yep. Instagram these days, um, websites, all the stuff kind of there. And then you got to go out and, you know, the number one thing you should do is probably start to try to build relationships. Yes. Um, do you recommend, like, maybe you didn't do these as much as I did because I'm a little older, network groups? Have you ever done networking groups? I have uh, attended a few. Um, I, I think they're, when you're getting started, it's a great way to, um, you know, get people in the same room that come from you know, different walks of life or serving different businesses. And it's a good way to start that. I think going outside of that for other networking is a little more powerful and you can go and you can get multiple relationships within each industry. Cause a lot of those groups, it's one real estate agent, it's mm -hmm. one mortgage professional, it's one insurance person and they, and they can't sell quote unquote outside services most of the time as well. It's they're there to only, network on that particular thing and the other thing with a lot of them is they can be kind of expensive too where you know doing networking on your own it can cost just a cup of coffee yeah i you're one of the things i'll, I'll add to that just because obviously i like to hear my voice but one <laughs> of the things i i i definitely think somebody should do too is speed networking i like it's interesting i it, i not want to do that i got dragged to doing one one time and you know here we are probably nine years later and i still probably talked to three people i met that day mm -hmm. and it was it's a really good you know when you talk about a brand it's really good to kind of build the one minute script right yeah work minute, on your like, elevators why, the why you pitch, yep right mm -hmm. and, and it's it's really good and i i i'm not a huge you know after net after work network person type thing like that um but i i really think the speed network things are are really good um, here, here and also the big thing with that is talk about uh, unnerving you and, and being able to just get comfortable doing your selling is all right. You're just gonna go and just person after person after person mm -hmm. try to just talk for a couple minutes. You Absolutely. Know? And you mentioned Udemy as something where you where you learn. Here's another one. Um, are there any books I should read or you suggest? Uh, there's millions of books out there that I could recommend. It, it, it depends on what you're going for. So in terms of sales, uh, all the Grant Cardone books are really good. Uh, Seller Be Sold is one of the things um, I initially read when I got into uh, wanting to be a mortgage professional. It really gets a good attitude around selling. Um, Conversion Code by uh, Chris Smith is a great book that goes into um, selling tactics as well as marketing, setting up your funnel. Um, the one page marketing plan by Alan Dibb, that's an amazing book for setting up your marketing plan of segmenting, um, you know, your leads and, uh, trying to, um, work with prospecting as well as people that are, 
have already become customers and breaking that down into a one page document that you can go back and review and keep your marketing plan always moving forward. Um, and we talked about marketing or networking a little bit, how to be a power connector by Judy Robinette is a great book. And then I think one for building a business and just getting a business mindset, um, traction by Gina Wickman is an amazing book as well. Um, that's one of the things I've implemented at Satori is a couple of the tactics that he, uh, recommends in his books. Yeah. And look where we are. <laughs> <laughs> We're on the radio talking to yeah. all yeah. <laughs> No, that's uh, that's a good, good list. And you know, I always believe in knowledge is power. Absolutely. So. All right. Well, that's it for today. That was quick. Thank you, Jake, for all that knowledge you shared to us. Again, we're uh, Steve and Jake, and we're from Satori Mortgage. Have a great weekend. All views expressed on this program are opinion. They do not represent Satori Mortgage, NMLS, 4190, or any affiliate. Please consult with a licensed loan officer before making any home financial decisions.